Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. This is actually a really fun and informative conversation. I sat down with one of my favorite people in the world, my personal esthetician, who's called the goddess of skin, Dale Brialt. She's amazing. We talk skincare, advice on anti-aging treatments, products, and do-it-yourself treatments. Before I tell you about Dale, I want to remind you of a few invitations from me. First, I have the retreat I'm teaching in London. It's a one-day retreat, July 21st. You can go to christinehauser.com slash London. We have about 10 spots left, so you're going to want to sign up for that soon. I don't come to Europe very often, so I'd love to meet you while I'm there. Also, we have opened enrollment for my March retreat. This is my signature retreat that's always waitlisted, so you're going to want to enroll soon. You get so much done in this weekend. It's the retreat I've been doing for 10 years, and it's based on some of the most transformative work I've ever done. Go to christinehassler.com slash spring dash retreat. So a little more about Dale. Dale is a certified skin geek and has lived, breathed, and cared for her client's skin for almost 30 years as an esthetician. Her philosophy goes beyond skin deep. She believes we need to have a greater appreciation for our skin and more of a spiritual connection to it. Her skincare practice evolved into a product line after years of research and creating and testing natural ingredient combinations. What was once a dream is now reality. The Goddess of Skin line is comprised of a base of three proprietary blended organic oils. All of the Goddess of Skin products are cruelty-free and sustainable. You can learn more and shop at goddessofskin.com. And before we dive into this episode, I want to thank our sponsor for the week, which is a perfect fit for what we're talking about. We're talking about skincare, so we might as well talk about fragrance as well. So Floor creates expertly crafted, sustainably produced perfumes without the bad stuff, sold at an honest price. It's a revolutionary way of discovering and experiencing fragrance. I don't know about you, but finding the right fragrance for me that I like, that other people like, and that doesn't have any of the stuff I don't want on my body is not always easy. That's why I'm here to tell you about a company that's bringing the feeling back into fragrance, Flora. Instead of testing a scent on a strip of paper or worse, being ambushed in a busy department store, you can get to know each of Flora's scents with pictures, words, and music on their site. If you like what you hear and see, odds are you'll like the scent. Then you actually try them on your own skin, at your own place, and pace. Each floor scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real moments for your real life, not some silly idea that a celebrity or clothing designer thinks you should live up to. And because all that matters is what you like and their scents are gender-free. The best part, Fleur is completely transparent. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. There's no secrets, no nasty ingredients, and no BS. Floor creates sustainably crafted, award-winning perfumes delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? So go to floor.com, and I'm going to spell that for you, P-H-L-U-R.com, and use promo code over it to get 20% off your custom floor sample set. Pick three cents to try and get a credit towards a full bottle of your favorite. That's promo code over it at floor.com to try three fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R dot com. And now on to my talk with the goddess of skin. Dale, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here and to share you with my tribe. I'm completely humbled, to tell you the truth. Completely humbled. Oh, well, you, you are much more than someone who gives me these amazing facials. You are a a shaman, you are a teacher, you are, you're just, you're somebody on the path. 
And I have so much respect for you. And I'm so excited to, to dive into all the things we're going to talk about. We'll, we'll start with, we'll start with skin <laughs> because okay, for a lot of reasons, one is I'm, I'm very flattered and humbled that a lot of people online ask me about my skin. Okay. I, wear, I wear very little makeup and I'm very blessed to have nice skin. And a lot of that is thanks to you because I've been seeing you for gosh, five or so years now. And at least, yeah, yeah, at least something like that. And I feel like my skin has just gotten so much better since then. So let's start there. What does it really take to have great, clear, beautiful skin? Um, it's a commitment. I really <laughs> believe that it's something that, oh, sorry, that's my dog. Um, I really believe that you need to be sure that you're taking care of it both internally and externally. Um, I'm a huge proponent of exfoliation, as you know. Uh, also a huge proponent of, of misting. I think that, you know, a lot of people always say that they're dry and when they're dry, they're really trying to put on heavy, heavy, heavy moisturizers and to make themselves less dry. And that's just actually clogging their skin. Mm. So, um, I like to mist underneath the moisturizer so that you don't need such a light moisturizer. I mean, you can use a lighter moisturizer. You don't need such a heavy moisturizer. And then it also enables you to um, kind of feed it. You know, you're putting more nutrients in it with that way. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Well, yeah, I have more questions about it, though. So you said internally as well. How do we take care of it from the inside out? I think antioxidants are very, very important. Um, you know, so eating your green leafy vegetables, keeping your body alkaline is really, really important, as well as elimination. I mean, it's, you know, our skin is our largest organ for detoxification. So if you're not going to be eliminating, properly, you're going to have that show up on your face and the skin of your body even. So um, eating is really important. Sleeping is really important. Water is huge. Um, I notice such a huge difference in my skin when I go to retreats or, you know, somewhere when I'm in uh, an environment where you have access to more water, where you're not working and, you know, it, you can go to the bathroom more often and you have that ability. I've noticed such a change in my skin during those times when I'm, when I'm drinking more. So I think that's also very important. Dark circles. I mean, it's amazing what it'll do. It'll change just by drinking water. And what are the things that we should avoid in terms of things we drink and eat that show up in our skin? You know, I think wine is something that, although we all love it, not particularly me, but other people, um, it's something that shows up a lot because it turns to sugar in, in our bodies. And so um, I really find that people that drink a lot of wine have more issues that creates, you know, an imbalance in the gut. It creates uh, rashes on the face. It creates acne. Um, I think that uh, eating, you know, you kind of want to stay away from red meat. I hate to say it, but I tend to go towards more of the proteins from legumes and beans and and things that um are are not animal based but you know of course there is always that time when our bodies need it and so uh it's not a bad thing but i i try to stay away from it mm -hmm. and what about coffees and cokes and sodas and diet drinks and all those things diet anything i try really tell people to stay away from because it's processed and so you know i try to think about my body as a temple and I want to put in it what's good and what's what, what Mother Nature has provided, not things that have been processed and, and put through the, you know, all kinds of, I mean, I can't think of anything worse than something that's sugar-free. Um, 
so soda, I don't, I, I'm a carbonated water person, but so I do like to have that fizz. Um, and even that could be sometimes detrimental. And I've noticed a difference when I don't drink it. Like if I'm on a retreat and I'm not able to get that, um, so digest, cause it helps, you know, it kind of, it, it dulls the digestive process. In right, a way. right, right. Okay. And, and then in terms of getting regular facials and things like that, how important is that? You know, it's, it's really important. And I have to say that the people that see me more regularly, because most of my clients are bi-monthly, um, if not monthly, for sure, they definitely see the difference of their, in their skin when they um, come more regularly. And, you know, I just kind of separated myself a little bit from L.A. And, and I'm hearing it. You know, these people that were so used to every two weeks for 20 years you know, are now going, Oh my God, you know, please come back. <laughs> I know. I, I was one of those people. As soon as you moved to New York, I, uh, when I, I knew I was coming in a couple of months and I'm like, okay, Friday, June 3rd, put me on the books. <laughs> yeah. It, it's really, you know, there are a lot of people don't understand that there's facials and then there's treatments. Right. And the work that I do really isn't a facial. I mean, you can go to a spa or a hotel and get a facial. But when you come to somebody that does skin for a living, it's it's tr- you're treated differently and the situation is handled differently. Right. So everything I do, I kind of pull, you know, according to what you need that day. I don't have like a a, a menu of what I of what you can have, like a you know this that an oxygen, you know, a microdermabrasion. It's kind of you know it's all inclusive of whatever your skin needs that day. Take it to its optimum best. Right. And how do you, okay, so not everybody can come to you, but we're going to give people your information because you have both your services and your products, which we're going to talk about in a second because I want to get to products. But when someone's looking for, and this is for men and women, I think men should get facials as well. Not should, I don't like to use that word, but like it's, it's so, it's not only important aesthetically, but like you said, it's a detoxification system. Like I notice (laughs) after my treatments with you, I I just feel healthier and lighter because there's such a, like a cleaning <laughs> that went yeah. on, you know? <laughs> so how do we discern a good facial from a bad facial? What should people be looking for? What kind of facial should they get depending on their skin type? If they don't have someone like you that is like a doctor of facials and knows exactly what to prescribe. You know, I think you really want to kind of look for somebody that has a background in acne, in sun damage, in uh, prevention. Somebody that's been through a, a lot of postgraduate work, because as an esthetician, when you graduate and you get your license, it's great, but you really learn when you're out of school and you're really taking on the classes that you have and different companies offer all kinds of things. So definitely look for somebody that's educated, that has experience. And, you know, I built my business on referrals. So ask your friends, mm. you know, find, look at, see if you see somebody that has great skins, ask them what they do. Find out where they're going. I, I, I really believe in that. I mean, it, it, I can't think of anything better than that, really, mm-hmm. is a referral. Mm-hmm. And then what about, Dale, in terms of a daily routine? Because I, I think that there's so many products out there. One of the things, when people ask me about my skin, well, I tell them about you. And then I also say, you know, I don't do too much. I don't overproduct myself in terms of what I use on my skin. So can you just talk a little bit about like a daily routine in terms of how to scare, care for our skin, what products are a must and what we just don't need to bother with? Number one, sunscreen. I 
can't stress it enough. Everybody asks me, you know, I can't, get, can't tell you how many emails I get. I'm in my 20s. What is, what is the most important thing for me to do? Sunscreen. I'm sorry, but that is just really, really, really important. Um, exfoliation at least twice a week is really important. Um, so you're wanting to use a granular scrub as opposed to, um, say, like an apricot or a nut. You want to keep it to a smaller um, molecule, like a microdermabrasion or scrub or something that has a smaller granule. Um, antioxidants, so I'm a big vitamin C fan. Uh, it's going to lighten your skin. It's going to feed your skin. And it's also going to help protect you against the sun. And a good night cream. I also, I, I really am a, a proponent for retinol um, and not Retin-A. Um, I find that Retin-A thins the skin, but a retinol, which kind of makes it more plump and more juicy, and that keeps our collagen levels high and us more youthful. And what about all the collagen products out there? Like I put the collagen peptides in my coffee in the morning. I don't know if it's I, doing anything or not, but... <laughs> you know... I'm doing a, a, a supplement with Smarty Pants Vitamins, and so they've had me researching all kinds of stuff for the last year, and I have to say I really believe in collagen powder. Mm. I think that, you know, it's just I've noticed a difference when I don't have it in my shake. It really makes a difference, and not only just for my skin, but also my hair and my nails. It's really, I, I really do believe in it, Christine. Okay. I think it's great. Okay, good. Then I'm going to keep putting it. It's actually kind of a nice little thing to put in morning tea or coffee if you drink it because it actually makes, it's like a little creamer, um, which exactly. is, which is great. And, and I notice a difference as well. And, and, and let's like not assume everybody knows what collagen is. What is collagen? You know, our, we are collagen. Our skin is collagen. It's literally what our skin is made of. And it's definitely something that's very, very important. It's made from bovine usually, but they do have marine sourced collagen out there now. We're looking, which is great because then it's good for vegans, um, not necessarily for pescatarians more, but so it's from, you know, bones of fish. Um, but this is an area that as somebody that's more on the vegan side, I tend to like say, okay, at least I can do this because it, bovine is definitely the best collagen in my opinion. So um, for our skin, it's made of collagen. That's what our skin is. It's basically collagen. And we lose it as we age. So that's how we start to get wrinkles. So it's a good thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, we've got sunscreen. We've got collagen. Um, well, I kind of, I segued off the daily routine. So let's let's go back to kind of the daily routine in terms of what we need. And then I'll go, I'll head, I'll, I'll go back over to products and anti, anti-aging stuff. So okay. daily routine. Uh, number one, I uh, two to three times a week scrubbing. So in the morning, I like to do it in the morning in my shower. Um, and then I'll get out of the shower and I'll do a feeding serum. I'm a huge proponent also of epidermal growth factor, which our bodies produce on its own. But it's great to add because it's very healing. Um, we have so many, so many great ingredients now. And without the scrub, those ingredients aren't going to penetrate. So that's why I believe in scrubbing so much. Also, you know, our skin tends to slow down in metabolizing as we get older. So you kind of have to speed that metabolizing up so we don't get those creases and the wrinkles in our face. So that's why I believe in scrubbing um, a sunscreen, definitely in the morning. Um, and then at night, your retinol and a good evening cream. So. It doesn't have to be 
a lot of product, you know, it, it, it be your vitamin C serum, a growth factor serum in the morning, sunscreen on top. Um, I missed over that, over the um, serum under the moisturizer, under the sunscreen. And then at night, just the retinol product with your evening cream. And what about eye cream? I love eye creams. I make an eye cream. Do I use an eye cream? Not myself. I tend to do a figure eight massage around my eyes when I do my creams. So in my opinion, that's sufficient for me. What do you mean a figure eight massage? I mean, I know what you mean, but because you've done it on me. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, you know, massage is also very much an important part of putting on your product. So you just want to slap things on. I always do movements and upward motions on my face for, you know, a good minute to get those products in. And then while I'm doing it, I'll take my ring finger and my middle finger and I'll do a figure eight around my eyes going inwards towards my nose in each direction. So up over your eyebrow, down under your eye, toward your nose, up over your eyebrow, down under your eye, toward your nose. And in that fashion, I'll be applying my moisturizer. So therefore, why do I need an eye cream? (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Keep, keep it simple. And then what about makeup uh, for the, for the ladies? Uh, what are, are kind of the things to, to ingredients to avoid when we're looking at makeup? There's definitely, you want to be careful right now with makeup because there's so many companies out there, some of which are natural, some of which are not, some of which have a lot of dimethicone, cyclomethicone, all of those, which really, really are, have a purpose. If you're wearing makeup for stage or or for a photo shoot or something like that, but on a day-to-day basis, that product actually creates a barrier on your face, which some people say is good because it protects you from the elements, but it also doesn't let your skin breathe or let let your skin have an ability to to air or to allow air in. And so I tend to tell people to stay away from those products. And also always watch out for your parabens. You know, you don't want any parabens in your makeup. And that's usually where they tend to hide them and fragrance for that matter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are there any brands that you like makeup wise? You know, Ilia has a great, Ilia and, uh, 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 oh my God, uh, Milk. Those two products seem to be the most natural, the most beneficial. Ilia has a foundation that's half aloe. And it's be really, really, really good. Up, really, really good. It's you know, I ask everybody, every client, I'm asking them what they're doing and what they're wearing, and those two seem to be the ones that come up the most. Of course, everybody loves their Laura Mercier tinted moisturizer. Um, I'm, I have, I don't have a lot of familiarity with that, but that's. It. And I, I also find that sometimes we don't really need that full face. If you just add a couple drops to your sunscreen in the morning, it's it'll give you that tinted moisturizer look that you like. Yep. I use Laura Mercier. I need to probably check the ingredients of it, but I just find it very lightweight and I don't really need anything else. Uh, How do you spell Ilia? I-L-I-A. Okay, great. Great. And then I'd love for you to talk about what, why you're so passionate about skincare, what got you into this, and then also what inspired your product line. I started skincare... Well, first of all, I had really bad acne as a child. I was pizza face all through high school. Didn't wasn't even able to eat in the in the lunchroom. I had to go to an empty classroom to eat because people just picked on me so badly. You know, I found my way of 
going through, luckily I was never put on Accutane, thank God, but I was using tetracycline. My face was bright red. I carried an alcohol bottle around the, you know, with me, of course, not knowing that I'm stripping everything, but down the line, I figured things out. And then I went into school for hairdressing and developed an allergy to perms and color solution. And so therefore wasn't interesting in haircutting. And my teacher said, take your hours and go to the next door to skincare. And that was actually how I got into skincare, which of course became my passion. Um, the minute I started working on it, I was like, I'm home. Um, it's been half my life now started when I was 30, I'm 60 this year. So it's really a, a it's just something I just never worked for me. Um, and that's how I got into it. Product line started, you know, it really came about when creme de la mer came out and I just couldn't understand spending $300 for a, a jar of Vaseline. Um, which is basically the first ingredient of creme de la mer is, is petroleum jelly. So I was that kind of like spurred uh, passion even more in me to make my own. And then a friend introduced me to the fact that I could make my own products. I started with a mist, which was the first product I ever made with the Synergy Mist. And then little by little, because I have this incredible clientele, I was able to hand people you know, bottles of things that I had made and asked them for their input. And I recorded everything and, you know, asked people what they liked and what they didn't like about every batch. And they would bring it back to me every month after their facial, you know, when, during their facial time. And slowly I developed it. And, and then I was discovered, I discovered the scientist that did the study with water and how if you played classical music to one glass of water and rock music to another, then froze them and the water had completely different molecular structure. The classical music was much more beautiful and had these great, like almost snowflake-like um, molecules in there. And then the hard rock was all jarring and it was very interesting. And so I thought, that's cool. Maybe I should like play music while I'm making my, mu my, my products. And then I tested it with a blind study and I didn't do it at all for a little while. And people were like, it's not the same. So then I realized that it really did affect the product. So that's how they developed. Wow. Wow. And tell us a little bit, because I love your products and I'll say what some of my favorites are in a moment, but tell us a little <laughs> bit about your products and, and what's, what's in them and what some of your favorites are. Uh, the cleansers, a really big favorite. And for me, I had an, a, a mentor who had this incredible pumpkin cleanser and everybody loved it. And it had this great smell, but then the smell was fragrance. And I was like, I can't have fragrance in a product. These spitalites are so bad for you. So I started to develop the cleanser, which has uh, sustainable, renewable surfactants so they don't harm the environment. And then I, I made, of course, you know, the beautiful smelling scent, which has cinnamon and clove and nutmeg and ginger and and cardamom and all these great scents anyways and then we have the scrub which is also another huge favorite and that has a cool minty scent to it so when you get out of the shower you feel very cool on your face almost like a peppermint patty and it has a um, ground amber and um microdermabrasion crystals as the exfoliate and there's the truthful serum which is what we call food and when people come into the room they say i need food and that's because it does have the growth factors peptides in the stem cells in it in the base of seaweed. And then I have two creams, the day cream and the evening cream, the difference being that the day cream has the sunscreen, the evening cream doesn't. Um, and it, it's grown tremendously. And mm -hmm. I'm just 
you know, it just keeps growing. Mm-hmm. And I love everything. I love the scrub. I love the scrub. Yeah. It's, I use it every other day lightly and that's kind of all yeah. I need. And then yeah. I love the cleanser. I love the, the serum and I just got some new evening cream from you, which I'm loving as well to mix yeah. with my retinol. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I use. If people are wondering, I use the cleanser, I use a serum, I use the scrub and I use the, the evening cream. And it's just yeah. such, and everything smells so good. And I know there's nothing bad in it. I know there's no yeah. crap in it. And I also know it's made with love, which is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause the yeah. energy of things does matter. You know, what we're putting on our body, especially our face. And I think also, I love what you said about just not slathering things on because, oh my gosh, we criticize ourselves so much. And I think we can be so hard on our physical appearance. And then we just slather moisturizer, slather makeup on. And instead we can use that as a time to just lovingly, massage our face and look at ourselves in the mirror and say beautiful things to ourselves and make it more of a ritual than just something we're doing to to stay young or fight acne or any of those things. It can be an act of self-love. Exactly. A ritual is so important. You know, when I, when I scrub myself in the morning, I actually sing happy birthday. <laughs> you do. I love because that. Because that way I know that I'm actually scrubbing my face and I'm not just, you know, like doing it quickly. I actually sing it. I don't sing it slowly, but I'm saying happy birthday to me. That's, that's, then I know. And that's what I tell clients to do because then I know that they're scrubbing. I know that they're getting the effect. Otherwise you don't really get the effect. Right. Right. That's correct. And it's a great way to start the day saying happy birthday. I love that. It is a great way to start the day. Um, In terms of at home treatments people can do, do you Mm -hmm. have any recommendations for little things beyond just the daily maintenance, um, different masks that people can do or at home treatments that could create results for people. I think that there's a really great mask that I, I share with a lot of people, especially people that suffer from rashes or psoriasis or eczema, things like that. And it's really simple. It's just literally Greek yogurt, of course, organic Greek yogurt, and then probiotic capsules broken open and taking the powder out and putting it into the yogurt and and maybe just a little bit of rose oil if you have dry skin or a little bit of tea tree if you have an acne skin or black cumin oil if you are uh, psoriasis or eczema or if you might have like um, some people have uh, perioral dermatitis around their mouth which is a lot of people are experiencing right now because there's so much chemicals in the air and just you know making this really cooling calming know, almost like a paste. Um, you want it to be a little bit on the thicker side and it just really, really, really helps the skin. And how long do you leave it on? 10 minutes, 10 minutes, and then just wash it off. Yep. And some people, if they do have like a really bad breakout of psoriasis or eczema or a rash, they actually can sleep in it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Very healing. What have you found to be most useful for treating acne? And there's different kinds of acne, right? There's the kind that's more around the neck and lower part of the face. And mm. then there's, you know, can you kind of go through the different types of, of acne and maybe some suggestions for how to treat it? You know, it's really interesting. There's so many people that suffer from it. And as you said, there are different types and it's all according to the location of the face. So when you break out more around your jawline or along your ear area it's more lymphatic if it's your forehead it can be uh, liver kidney or even beauty products hair products um cheeks are more stress related a chin is hormonal for sure 
Um, a good thing to do if you have acne, which a lot of people don't know, and that is that acne bacteria hates cold. Everybody always wants to pick and put heat and heat it up and bring it to a head. Well, if you're starting to feel that like hormonal cyst coming up around your monthly cycle, run, don't walk to a refrigerator or a drive through and get an ice cube and just lay the ice cube onto that area. Don't push, just lay until it hurts and then take it off, do it again, take it off, do it again. And nobody believes me until they've had their first success story. But when I have a, a, a client that has a level three or four uh, stage acne where they have three or four lesions in every part of their face, I'll actually have them run an ice cube on their face every morning and every night after they cleanse for 15 minutes until their face is really, really cold. And it really takes down that inflammation, kills the bacteria, and really keeps it at bay. Mm, I love that. And what about um, breakouts like around our cycle, like hormonal acne? Is there a way to combat that? The best thing, again, is the, is the ice cube. Okay. You, you know, those guys don't want to come out. They're so deep. And we get into so much trouble when we try to pick them. So it's always best to kind of keep your fingers off them as much as possible and do the ice trick. The ice trick really, really helps. Okay. Um, and then in terms of products, what have you seen helps the best with acne? Because I know that there's so many, like I walk down the drugstore aisle and I see so many acne products and I wonder yeah. if any of them actually work or if they're just drying out your skin. The salicylates seem to really work well. They help to like kind of scour out that pore. I try to stay away from benzoyl peroxide a little bit. I do like azelaic acid. There's a product that you can get right now in any drugstore or any Walgreens or we're in New York, so Dwayne Reed. Um, and it's called, oh my God, different. It used to be a prescription only, and it's a form of azelaic acid again. And it's really great. So I, I really recommend that to people a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a spot treatment. It's not really, you know, for the whole face necessarily. Gotcha. And then just shifting gears back as we kind of round out here, um, back to digestion. Because uh, one of the things that I talked about uh, that I was going through it last summer was SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Mm -hmm. Luckily, it didn't show up in my skin. It manifested in other ways for me. Uh, but I, I'm sure that you probably see a lot of people with acne or skin problems that's tied to their digestion. And no matter what they do topically, it's just not clearing. So how are there... Well, I guess my question would be, what would you recommend for people that may have some kind of digestive issue? And how common do you see once, once people kind of clear up their digestion, their skin clears up? So common. It's such a, it's really kind of rampant right now. And it has to do, I think, with so many toxins in our environment and people not eating properly, not eliminating properly. Um, it's really tough and it's really hard, but it's, it's really prevalent. So your diet is so important, making sure that you're, you know, really, really, really having a good digestive process going on, keeping your body alkaline. You know, I've even, my poor niece was really struggling last year and she came to visit me and I just looked at her one morning and I was like, let me do this. And I gave her a, lip, a, a litmus paper, you know, a, a pH test. And sure enough, she was so acidic. Mm. So that's something that's very simple, but yeah, definitely it's a huge problem. And if it shows up on your skin, then you definitely know that you're, it's pretty rampant because you're lucky. It didn't get it that far, but some people, you got diagnosed pretty quickly and 
some people don't. And that's when it hits the skin, the body's the skin is the largest organ for detoxification. So that leaky gut will really get you. Yes, it really will. So I think if you have skin issues, all the tips that Dale mentioned are great. You know, the ice and the mask and the products and getting a facial and everything, but look at your digestion because otherwise you're kind of just treating symptoms rather than getting at the systemic issue. And then what's so great is that as you clear up your stomach issues, then you can see what your skin is really like and you can start treating your skin according to your skin type versus just trying to combat problems that are a result of your digestion. Because I think it's hard to know what your skin's really like if your digestion yep. is off because it's just your skin, your face is trying to get your attention, you know, yep. in terms of, yep. of, of like, Hey, something's off in the body. Pay attention. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh. That's true. Awesome. So Dale, please tell people where they can find you, where they can order your products, give them all the things. Everything is basically great through my website, which is goddessofskin.com. My email is dale, D-A-Y-L-E, at goddessofskin.com. And all of the products are on there. And I'm always open to answering questions. I love talking skin. I love It's my life. Mm -hmm. This is what I was put here for. So feel free. Yes. And if you can, if you're in New York and you can get on Dale's calendar to have a treatment with her, cause it is a treatment. It's beyond a facial. It is a, a treatment. Just before we go, would you be willing to share about the um, new technique that you learned in Paris that you did on me the other day? That was amazing. Oh my God. It, you know, I, I saw this man on Instagram and I just had to learn from him. He's a Russian man. He's been studying massage since 1994 and he developed this technique that is from both inner and outer of the face so you not only do lifting on the outside of the face through all of the different muscle groups that are involved in the uh, process of lifting but also you go inside the mouth and you work internally and so it's some people call it buka massage some people call it intraoral massage but for him it's his own method and I literally cried the first time I watched him perform it on a model because I just knew how many people I was going to be able to help because so many people have that tension in their jaw and they hold it so tight. And this really, really relaxes the muscles. I mean, Meghan Markle is going to a girl in London that studied with him. And I looked at her at the wedding and, you know, she's young. She looks great. But the thing that I got most from her at the wedding was she looked relaxed. And that's truthfully what I feel you get from this treatment is complete relaxation. Oh, that's how I felt. And I've had, you know, so many um, issues with Invisalign and moving my jaw around and my bite being off that I had a lot of jaw tension and it was like everything relaxed. And I shared with Dale in an email, but I share with all of you now that a day later, the next day I was speaking and I just noticed up on stage how much more relaxed my mouth was. So mm-hmm. if you can find somebody, you know, it's, it's Dale was a bit of a unicorn. Hopefully there will be more estheticians and facialists mm-hmm. that get this kind of training. That's what I love about one of the many things I love about you're constantly wanting to learn. You're constantly wanting to have new things to try. And that, that really demonstrates when someone's passionate about something, we're always the student, you know, we're never, we're, we're the expert and we're the, the constant student. Uh, right. But, but to have that kind of understanding of not just the external, but how our jaw and the muscle muscle tension actually affects the shape and the look of our face. Truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. And we can just do do that on our own too. Just massage our jaw and release Mm -hmm. some of the tension. We carry a lot of tension there. So, 
Well, thank you for, for all this good information. Thank you for the work that you're doing in the world to help us all really feel beautiful from the inside out, which is the most important way to, to feel beautiful, is to feel healthy and to feel vital and to be full of that kind of self-love. And, and, and that way we really do shine. We really do radiate. I think that comes through. So thank you for, for your work in, in helping us all connect to the, the truth of who we are. My pleasure. Mm. That was my pleasure. And your website again, goddessofskin.com. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you, Dale. Love you. If you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for, but what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Well, because True Car shows you what other people paid for the same car you want. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. All right, everybody, that's Coach's Corner for this week. Every Wednesday, you catch your live life coaching episode. Every Saturday is a Coach's Corner. Until next time, wishing you much love and many blessings.